And welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. If you didn't know, this is the only podcast for us at SeaboldsCounty.com. Like I just said, it's website. Go there. Uh, been two weeks. It's been a long time since I've recorded the podcast. <laughs> only thing I say is that I got a little uh, part-time job. Uh, not in, in my field. Not in any field that uh, any person <laughs> aimed. Uh, if you have good audio, you can probably hear my uh, television in the background i am recording this if you're watching the video you can see i'm recording this in my closet uh it's the only place i can record this stupid freaking show anymore okay let's get on with this let's do this thing that we have been meant to do for the past two weeks uh, i have a whole bunch of things <laughs> that i wanted to talk about last week but i just didn't get a chance to because i had to do this little job thingy uh it's not a fun job but yeah i'm in my closet i'm standing up and i'm not even sitting down uh, so let's run through. I, so I'm going to record two episodes in a row. Um, and one episode's just going to be uh, what I think is the short stories. And then the other episode is going to be everything else, the last four or five things that I wanted to talk about originally. All right, so let's get to it. These are, ever, keep in mind, these were all stories from last week <laughs> that I really wanted to cover last week. So uh, there's that. Uh, let's start with uh, movies. First run movies. You can get first run movies in your home for $3,000. Big thing, movies that uh, has been an issue where there have been some companies that want uh, to sell you your own personal movie theater, not movie theater, but the license to be able to play movies like your uh, Captain Marvels, your Avengers, your Christopher Robbins, <laughs> all these movies. I don't know why I chose three Disney movies, uh, but they they give you these chances to. Uh, to do this, but now this company and and they originally I think it was, the prices were like you know upwards of five, uh, maybe even seven thousand um, uh, dollars. But the issues with that is that uh, people, you know, they invite their friends over, um, they they might pirate the movies. There's a whole issue there. Um, but uh, this TV is so loud, and I turned it down. It was because I also have a sound bar uh, because I don't skimp on the sound, baby. <laughs> I don't skimp on the sound. I was watching the book of Eli last night and uh, it's on HBO and I was, it was my first time seeing it and I, and I thought it was great. Uh, but it is, there's issues where my, one of my problems with the movie is that it gets really quiet during the talking scenes and Denzel is basically almost whispering. And, um, and then it, when it goes to the fighting scenes, everything's loud. So the sound mixing is a little off. I've found an issue with that for a lot of movies. Uh, and maybe they're maybe they're mastered in Dolby and maybe in surround sound and some type of HDR surround sound or whatever, whatever those whatever the kids are playing with today's today's. And <laughs> and and so and but but, you know, in terms of my TV is on uh, soundbar mode, my soundbar is on regular uh, it, ha- it has the bass boosted. Uh, well, that might be an issue. <laughs> and I put it in theater mode sometimes to uh, so I can get the full experience. Uh, but that's it. Any hoosers, let's get back to what this is. So this is from Engadget, written by Jesus. There's a bunch of papers from my job, uh, my part-time job that I have here, and like a, a note. Two, I have two notebooks from this place. I have uh, uh, cards and all this other stuff. I hate it so much. Any hoosers, uh, Red Carpet Films offers first-run movie rentals for $3,000. This comes from Christine Fisher from Engadget. Uh, like I said, Red Carpet Film, like the title says, <laughs> headline says, uh, Red Carpet Films, uh, they're going to offer you movies 
to rent and you don't, you don't own these movies you rent them $3000 because you don't want to see uh detective pikachu <laughs> in a theater <laughs> go drive down the street if you have that much money you can just drive down the street uh okay for $1500 to $3000 red carpet films allows customers with a minimum credit card limit of $50000 to watch movies like Shazam and Godzilla King of Monsters as soon as they hit theaters the rentals are good for two viewings in a 36 hour period though customers have have to clear a rigorous application process and buy a $15000 box that connects to the home theater system and comes with piracy safeguards so the only true way if you really wanted a pirate movie uh, this way is to spend Eight upwards of eighteen thousand, eighteen thousand dollars, maybe even twenty, close to twenty, because you also have to have a, a home theater. Yeah, like I couldn't, even if I had, you know, that much money at a credit limit of fifty thousand, which I don't. <laughs> but even if I did, but I also just had my one TV out there with a sound bar, it wouldn't work. It would have to be hooked up to whatever LG uh, projector I have in my uh, th- in my home, and then the box has to connect to the internet. Always has a connection to the internet. But this has happened before, like I said. In 2013, Prime Cinema Player began offering uh, first-run films but had a $35,000 setup fee. Crazy. Studios like Warner Brothers have considered offering early movie rentals for $50 to $30. That's an odd way to go. Even Apple toyed with the idea. But that was a, a very interesting story that I thought. Uh, even, like, these, this keeps coming back up. People get mad about, you know, having to... I mean, I don't like dealing with people. Uh, other people hate having to drive to a theater and spending $20 on tickets. Um, for that, I say stop going Saturday nights. <laughs> Just go Saturday during the day. It'll be 11 bucks. There's plenty... You know, first of all, and people complain. People complain about going to these movies. There's plenty of theaters. In, in, in Atlanta, in Metro Atlanta, there are plenty of theaters to go to where tickets are at most $11. And I live right down the street from one, from this art theater next to Trader Joe's. I'm forgetting the name of it because I got Landmark. Landmark Theater in Old Fourth Ward. It's $11 at most, at least 9 It's crazy. 11 bucks is great. Uh, the theater, when I, from, I, I used to live in uh, the suburbs of Atlanta, uh, the theater I went to up there, Aurora Cineplex, which I love to death so much, I want to invest money into it. Uh, that is uh, b- between you know uh, six and nine dollars at most. Uh, if you want to deal with, <laughs> if you want to deal with, <laughs> if you want to deal with people, um, uh, North DeKalb Mall, five dollars. Uh, let's see. And then if you if, then if you want to go to Atlantic, you know that's you know eighteen dollars at least. But whatever. So anyway, you, you just can't you just can't complain about uh, things like that when you have when there's so many avenues. Just look, just look. Stop going to AMC, even though I like AMC, but stop going to AMC. Uh, next up, this is from Billboard, written by Chris Eggerston. Eggert Eggertson. Digital music consumption has led to increase in greenhouse gas emissions. New find, new study finds. So uh, I'm not going to go over the entire thing, but basically what it is is that uh, with the, you know, we thought that getting rid, not getting rid, but lessening, listening to uh, uh, CDs would, you know, stop creating so much plastic and trash in the air and all this stuff. Trash in the air. They, <laughs> uh, researchers have found that, dis- quote, despite a sharp drop in use of plastics and music production over the last two decades, the, quote, storing and transmitting of digital music files has actually led to an increase in greenhouse gas emissions by the industry. Uh, you can hear the Property Brothers going on in the background, so I'm going to try to talk over them. <laughs> but if I, 
it's a re- it's, there's, there's a reason I have my TV playing. Uh, anyway, uh, it's, it's to muffle the sounds of me. That's why I'm in the closet. To muffle the sounds of me doing the show uh, when there are people here. Uh, while the recording industry, while the recording industry's annual use of plastics decreased from 61 million kilograms to around 8 million kilograms between the years of 2000 and 2016, the rise of downloading and streaming has actually led to a significant increase in the uh, blah 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 blah. Uh, those figures were reached by translating the production of plastics and the generation of electricity for storing and transmitting digital audio files into greenhouse gas equivalents. So what they did was, you stream a CD. A thousand times and uh, it, they're taking that and saying the electricity that you used is wasting is what is killing the environment interesting article you should definitely see uh, read it they talk about vinyl they talk about how vinyl affected the uh, the uh, what's it called the environment all this other stuff really great article definitely check it out uh, next up Ron Funch uh, oh boy I don't know if I want to I want to save that anyway Uh, Ron Funches takes on Netflix specials. Uh, This is from the Daily Beast. They have a new podcast over there called The Last Laugh. And Ron Funches, uh, you probably already heard this story, had turned down a Netflix special. They were going to offer him 30 minutes when Comedy Central offered him an hour and for, you know, more money too as well. You do an hour, you get more money. Uh, But the idea is that he doesn't like it because they didn't offer they did not they Netflix is giving everybody everything but they didn't offer him and they don't offer a lot of people of his caliber an hour because they don't see him as quote uh, an hour comedian yeah they didn't see me as an hour comedian at the time and he disagreed i disagree a lot of people disagree the fun, and even and i'm yeah i know i'm saying this cuz and also i interviewed him but uh, he's a very funny person there's a lot of a lot of people i think that could have done that could do an hour uh, when Netflix is giving out these hours left and right like candy. Funches says, oh, this comes from the Daily Beast, written by, i got to get his names out here, Matt Wilstein. I think it's important to name the people. You can hear, okay, in Old Fourth Ward, there are people that drive around, and there are R-types, and there are little race cars, and they rev their engines up and down the street, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, all manners of the day, all manners of the night. And it's annoying, and I hate it, and that is also another reason why I have to record at certain times and shoot news time at certain times. Okay, Funches says Netflix tried to convince him by saying they, quote, get more engagement on half hours due to viewers' shorter attention spans. Uh, this is Ron talking. What I did enjoy was them trying to t- uh, sell me on a half hour that they are trying to tell me what comedy is that people don't watch hours anymore. And then I was like, then why are you making them? Why are you? Uh, why are the big contracts you're giving? Uh, you're giving going out to the people with hours, which is insane. And also, I just read today. Actually, I just saw the article uh, emailed to me. If you want to email me, email me at cpluscomedy at gmail dot com. I saw the article emailed to me, and it was um, De- Beyonce's new deal with Netflix. She just released a released released a surprise documentary. Uh, music documentary about her Coachella performance last year, and uh, I want to stop here. It was also she was so Netflix gave her sixty million dollars for a three project deal that includes Homecoming. Uh, one of my issues is last last year when it's Coachella when Coachella was airing its shows on YouTube, I knew I knew something was going on because the there were there was a difference between the future set and everybody else. You know, future 
uh, and all these other performers. They perform at Coachella, Coachella, and they're if they're live. This is this is their third year live streaming it. Oh, it ended by this time, but this is their third year live streaming it. And you can see, you know, uh, Future, Rihanna, Charles Gambino, all these people perform their music. You can see it. Okay, you can see the different cameras, and there's maybe three, four, or five cameras. Beyonce's had like seventeen, and then there was a follow cam for her. Even I know she was moving around and stuff, uh, but she had like a team. She had a, a backup squad, a backup, backup dancers of maybe 40, 50 people. There were too many cameras for that to be a Coachella performance. So obviously she was recording something. Same thing is, I was also saying this myself, uh, Taylor Swift's Reputation Tour that came out on Netflix on January 1st. If I was at that last concert where she re- that she recorded at, I would have thought, and I saw all these cameras, I would have gone, oh, she's definitely recording or something. At one of the Hamilton um Performances, one of the last ones with the original cast members, Lynn and uh, Leslie Odom Jr. and David Diggs and uh, Renee, all those other people. <laughs> uh, I, have a, I have a bone to pick with uh, Hamilton, uh, and it's and it's fans, it's white fans, <laughs> mostly white fans, uh, all white fans. Um, but if but there were cameras at that performance. Obviously, they're recording it and they're going to sell it at some point, but we just don't know when. Uh, definitely check that out. Ron Funches talks about that. Uh, and it's true. They give the Netflix gives uh, these hours to everybody who already have hours, and they're you know they gave uh, and they give money to uh, Seinfeld, Amy Schumer, Kevin Hart, all these other people have the they're obviously their biggest names. They can get hours anywhere. Amy's had an hour on HBO. Kevin has sold movies twice, just like Eddie Murphy twice. Uh, but no one will be as big as Eddie Murphy um, at that height. I don't think like you know. I, yes, obviously Kevin can sell out Madison Square Gardens and all these other arenas and all this stuff, but there's no way that no one, there's not going to be another stand-up movie that's going to be like Raw or Delirious. I love both of them. And yes, I don't translate. It's a little harsh for today's climate. <laughs> Next up. Hassan Minaj is doing more investigative journalism with Patriot Act. Uh, Patriot Act, Hassan Minaj's uh, essential essentially daily show thing, but uh, they're on a hiatus right now. I believe. I haven't watched it in a couple of weeks. Also, I didn't have Netflix for like two weeks because I couldn't afford to pay for it. <laughs> That's how broke it was. That's why I took this uh, part-time job. <laughs> well, I wish I, w- I wish I was kidding. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so now uh, when they come back, they're going to be more investigative. They're going to have uh, different correspondence, kind of like uh, – Full frontal with Samantha B. This comes from Andy Wire, Libby Hill. Patriot Act with Hassan Minaj will move further into investigative journalism. This is, uh, and also he announces at the April 6th Emmys for consideration event. <laughs> Very big issue because this is 14, 14 days later, two weeks later. Exactly. This is from uh, Minaj. Going forward, we're going to start breaking long lead investigative reports that we're providing all footage and sources for. I'm really excited to do that. The comedian described the series as an investigative visual comedic podcast and performs each episode on an EDM-inspired set, complete with huge video screens and full graphics. It's been really cool to see the variety talk genre uh, continue to expand the Daily Show alum and observation that should have give... Should yeah should give the television academy pause. Yeah, because there are so many different versions of them. Uh, obviously, John Oliver is just take one story and run with it. Daily Show is your your basically national news version of it. Uh, Full Frontal and Hassan Minaj's show, uh, Patriot Act, those are both 
uh, deep dives into stories. Um, and then, actually, I think that's all of them. Isn't that all of them? I can't imagine anymore, right? Any Hoosers, uh, very interesting to see where he wants to go and do things and do different things because uh, his Netflix show is pretty tiring and it's pretty loud too. He's forcing the jugs a little bit. It's one of my biggest issues. All right, I got a couple more minutes here. This comes from Deadline, this next story. FX gets off-network rights to Family Guy and Bob's Burgers. I just want to run over this really quick. <laughs> uh, of course, my friend, Elian Drew, wrote this. Uh, so, just as The Simpsons is going <laughs> to, this is, I'm really pissed off about this. So, Disney Plus was announced, and their big get is The Simpsons. I was not going to subscribe to Disney Plus. I don't care what they had until they said, The Simpsons is leaving FSX, FX now. Excuse me, they're not leaving FXX. They're leaving FX now, and they're going to go to Disney Plus. Disney, this sucks, because Disney, you know, them being a disruptor uh, of the streaming <laughs> Streaming world, they've already gotten eight, seven, eight dollars out of me because I have to watch The Simpsons. Uh, now this sucks, also because I guarantee that they're only going to have an app for their phones and the laptop, and then the app, laptop. Yeah, that's it. The phone. Oh, and Roku. But they're not going to have Xbox apps, which sucks. Um, moving, but moving forward, I hope they do expand into Xbox and PlayStation apps. Uh, but you know, it's it's that's what this it's the streaming thing sucks. Everybody's like, I don't want to watch commercials, but now everything's going to be splintered, and the only way to watch things is going to is to pay a fee to a company uh, that has their own. They have like seven shows <laughs> that they air, <laughs> period. Uh, and it sucks. It, it, I don't I don't like it. I hate the streaming thing. If I had the money, I would buy every episode, every season of The Simpsons, and then just watch it on Google Play or Amazon or wherever I bought it from. And even then, I wouldn't own it because it'd just be digitally. And then Google or Amazon or iTunes or Apple should say, could say, uh, hey, we're going to get out of the digital streaming game. <laughs> and then they could just say, you don't get to keep any of that stuff. Uh, but now FX gets the off-network rights to Bob's Burgers and Family Guy. Uh, and FXX is going to share Family Guy with Freeform, which I guess makes sense. I don't know. Uh, but I do know that, so, uh, Family Guy is going to be going into, is going to be coming to FX on FXX, excuse me, on April 16th, airing five hours, three days a week. The Simpsons is on, I think, five days a week, five or six days a week. So I don't know. So I guess they're just going to get rid of one of those days with the Simpsons. <laughs> That's too many hours for. First of all, I love The Simpsons. I think Family Guy is serviceable. That's too many hours for any of those cartoons, for any of those shows, for either of those shows. On FXX, Family Guy will air Tuesday nine to eleven p.m., Thursday twelve to one, and Sunday seven to nine. Paired with The Simpsons, marking the first time the two classic animated comedies have aired off network together. And then, starting in the fall, FXX will offer repeat episodes of all three long-running series on Fox of Fox's uh, Sunday animated blocks. As FX Networks has also made a, a, an off-network deal for Bob's Burgers, starting with the current ninth season. Uh, now, here's the, here's the thing: the older the older seasons of both Family Guy and Bob's Burgers will remain on Adult Swim and TBS for the time being. So they only get FXX only gets the new episodes, the newer episodes of Bob's Burgers and Family Guy, which is very interesting to me. Very strange. 
Okay. Uh, as of the fall of 2019, FXX will be running season 16 and 17 of Family Guy, adding a new season every year and more hours a week until fall of 2021, when FXX will become the exclusive cable network home of all previous seasons of the irreverent comedy uh, with a carve-out for Freeform. Bob's Burgers Complete Library will be controlled by FX starting a couple of years later. Oh, a couple of years later, a couple of years. Anywho, that is to say that by 20... 25 at least 2023 all of all of the fox's shows will be on fxx cartoon shows will be on fxx uh i just want to announce that i don't like it i hate it all these things uh okay suck uh the last thing i want to talk about before we move on to the second episode that i will record today not taking any breaks i'm gonna keep going Future Man is uh, has his one last season on um, Hulu. Future Man is getting canceled by Hulu. Uh, well, no, it's not getting canceled by Hulu. It's getting canceled by uh, Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg. The uh, so they had a deal. They had a production deal with Sony, or a, I'm sorry, yeah, they had a deal with Sony. Sony Television, sorry, to- Sony Television, I believe. Uh, now that their uh, their deal is running out, they're taking their deal from Sony over to Lionsgate, which means that they have to cancel their shows, Preacher and Future Man. Those are both uh, insanely good, amazing, funny, uh, just irreverent. <laughs> oh, it's so irreverent. Such good shows uh, that it sucks that these have to be canceled. Um, but here they are, have to be canceled because of these deals. The Hollywood Reporter implies that the decision to end the show is related to executive producers uh, Seth and Evan taking their development deal with Sony over to Lionsgate. Both produced by Sony TV, so bye. There we go. Uh, and that's it. That's all the episode. That's all I have to talk to you about. Listen, if you like what you're here, head on over to the website seaplescomedy.com. There's some stuff. Uh, head on over to the website youtube.com/seaplescomedy to see a video version of this. As well as News Time, which is the premier show for his network. Premier show for uh, YouTube.com slash Comedy and for CPLSComedy.com in general. Uh, it's a great show. Weekly news show. I don't know what last week's episode was about. Oh, it was about Instagram. It was about Instagram and I did. No, it was about Snapchat, but I shot everything like it was on Instagram. Uh, it was about Snapchat and how it's doing a little bit better. Uh, so, yeah, I got to record another episode of this. Stay tuned your podcast services. Thank you. I love you. Good night.